0: Do you ever find that when you hang out with someone who's really positive and happy and joyful, that you feel more positive, more happy, and more joyful? Hi, my name is Samra Owiselby. I'm the host of the show Super Awesome You on the Super Awesome Mix Podcast Network. You can find more of our shows here, wherever you listen to podcasts, and more of our content at Super Awesome Mix on Instagram. If you haven't already, please consider leaving a five star review, sharing it with some friends or family that you think would enjoy the show. And of course, subscribe and follow if you haven't. So I was talking to a family member earlier this week about this concept of mirroring. Mirroring in our species, and I believe in another primate species, is fairly unique. It's this idea that we tend to mirror what we see in other people. There have been a lot of experiments on this, and there's a lot of really fascinating research that As human beings, we look to other human beings for signal of how we should act and how we should feel. If someone smiles at you, it's really hard not to smile back. I think that's why in the South, everyone, you know, typically says it's such a friendly place here because at some point someone started smiling and then everyone started smiling and everyone just kind of smiles at each other, even if they're not like particularly happy with this other human being, this other stranger. It just kind of ripples out that way. They've also shown it where children will take on kind of the actions and stances and body language of the adults around them. There's a lot of evolutionary benefit to this behavior. Especially like as a child, you might not have developed your verbal skills as strongly as yet. And so it really is all these like body language signals. You you want to understand if you know, what's the what's the mood in the room? What's the vibe? So if people around you are happy and smiling, you're going to feel a little bit more relaxed. You're going to feel happy and smiling. There was research where they did interviews um, and they brought people into interview for a role. And they told the interviewers in one group to be very happy, very effusive, very energetic, and and just, you know, again, a joy to be around. And they told the other group to be kind of more unhappy, you know, a little bit down, a little bit more closed off, a little bit kind of angry and miserable, and more of the negative emotions. And by and far, the people who interviewed or were being interviewed tended to do a lot better. They they reported, you know, higher self-confidence. They they had a better experience. They seemed more fit for the role. And those that interviewed with the angry people did a lot worse. Like they didn't feel as good about their performance and and they just felt more run down by it and it wasn't great. A lot of research tends to tell us what we believe is to be really obvious, but that's just the nature of how scientific research is. Even if it's obvious, you need it to be reproducible. So, oftentimes I would laugh whenever a piece of research research would come out that is like, well, duh, but it's important that they were able to reproduce it and get significant, you know, statistically significant results. So, that's the nature of a lot of scientific research is tell us things that we kind of already know. Another really interesting piece of research was done with a group of surgeons in an operating room. This one, I believe, was more of like a observe and report scenario. So it's not that they invited people to get surgery electively, but they went into a hospital where they were allowed to observe and report. And they found that whenever the OR crew, so the surgeons and the nurses and the staff, the tech that works in the OR in the operating room, were more happy and more positive, and maybe they were listening to more joyful music and higher energy and and happy songs. People's recovery time was significantly less than those who had operations done by a team of people that were angrier or more moody and, and, again, expressing some of these negative emotions. And these are people who are under general anesthesia. Like, they are unconscious, right? So, like, they're Their lizard brain is on because that's what's keeping them alive. Their hypothalamus is still turned on and keeping their heart pumping and all that good stuff. But every other part of their brain, the much more advanced part of the brain that would record all these sensory inputs and, and store memories with them was turned off. So even in that space where they are unconscious, it's the energy that these human beings are putting out. And we subconsciously, way deep down in our brains, are mirroring even then and kind of absorbing the energies of the, of the space around us. I bring all this up today because I think it's really important that whenever you want to be motivated, stay motivated, that you surround yourself with positive content. And content could be the people that you hang out with. It could also be the news that you read, the sites that you follow, the accounts that you follow on Instagram. All of these things, again, are sources of information that our brain seeks all the time. We've talked... A lot about that on the show. We seek information as human beings. We want it. We crave it. It helps feel, helps make us feel safe and informed. So it's a little bit of brain hacking because you can change out the bulk of that information with things that are more optimistic, more hopeful, more positive. Doesn't mean that you ignore the news of the world or that you ignore the bad stuff. I think it's important to be holistically informed, but you don't make that 90% 90% of what you get. The internet tends to be kind of a negative place, if, especially if you want it to be, right? I think we all kind of can agree to that. In addition to the information that you kind of filter and you work on and you clean up in your life, I, it's really important that you hang out with people that also tend to exude happiness and, and joyful feelings and, and optimism. It reinforces the other information that you're getting, and it's reinforcing the information that you're feeding to yourself. So this all plays together with one another. You wake up in the morning, you tell yourself some of these affirmations, like we discussed in a previous episode, how you feel capable, you feel you are going to do it. You are doing this for a great reason. You bring in your sense of purpose and your why that we've also talked about. Then you read information on the internet that talks about other people who are successful, people just like you pursuing and achieving their dreams. Then you listen to this podcast, perhaps, and feel even more motivated. Then you go and you see people or you text with people and you set up these support groups of other people doing what you're doing, whether it's losing weight, whether it's running and working out, starting a business, starting a successful relationship, staying in a successful relationship, whatever it is that you want to pursue, surround yourself with people that also are pursuing that and want that for themselves, too it's going to reinforce all of those positive words, all of those feelings in you that this is achievable, that this is worth achieving, and that you feel really good, and you're surrounded by other people that feel really good, and you are just going to feed each other and become this unstoppable force. Because you're not going to have those detractors in your life that come at you telling you you can't do it, or you're crazy for doing it, or what a waste of time, and you know, all that negative stuff that you don't want to hear. You already have plenty of (laughs) self-doubt. I certainly do. I have a lot of self-doubt. I don't need more self-doubt in my life. I need people who are helping me kind of silence that voice as much as possible. Turn that self-doubt into 1% rather than the 99%. If I surround myself by people who are just pursuing a dream of theirs, whatever that dream is, no matter how big or small it is, if we talk about that I am so much more motivated and am to have to go after my thing. And I feel great when I'm doing it because I'm like, right, yes, other people are doing this too. And look at how much fun they're having. And I'm going to be having fun too. It's awesome. It's a great feeling. Highly recommend it. With that, I figured no better song than Lizzo's Good As Hell for this week's Song of the Week. Absolutely love this song. This is one of those happy songs through and through. It's got such a catchy beat. It is an earworm because I played it before recording this episode and I'm just singing (laughs) that that chorus in my head over and over and over again. So you're welcome, you know, if you go and decide to listen to it. Of course, we have our, our playlist linked in the show notes as always. But I just love that feeling. If you feel good and you surround yourself by other people that feel good, there really is no stopping you.